Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. And a postscript. In my interview last Friday with Vice President Harris, I was imprecise in summarizing Governor DeSantis' position about teaching slavery in schools. Governor DeSantis is not opposed to teaching the fact of slavery in schools, but he has opposed the teaching of an African-American studies curriculum, as well as the use of some authors and source materials that historians and teachers say makes it all but impossible for students to understand the broader historic and political context behind slavery and its aftermath in the years since. Andrea Mitchell is not apologizing, apologizing, because DeSantis has said, whoa, 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 I never said didn't, I won't teach slavery. I'm never doing an NBC interview again. And, and here's our, our, our point. Every time you ask us for an interview, we're going to send you this. Andrea Mitchell's a liar. That's who Andrea Mitchell is. She lied. She lied about my position. This is disgusting from you, as it continues to be from Andrea Mitchell. It's amazing how much trust MSNBC puts in her, and for as long as they have. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. If your source materials for teaching slavery involve the need to teach queer theory, which is part of the reason DeSantis said, well, this shouldn't be an AP course. This is not... This is not black history. What is this? This is you inserting things in there for wokeness's sake. And people are amazed. Oh, my gosh. He's just on this anti-woke tour. Yes. Yes, he is. He's on an anti-woke tour. He doesn't want this. And by the way, there should be more governors who don't want this. Uh, I, I have noted um, to, to friends, well, I don't know if I've necessarily discussed it on air recently, that the levels to which Eric Holcomb, the governor of Indiana, is silent during this session, conversations about quote-unquote gender-affirming care. Somebody sent me an email, why are you calling it gender-affirming care? I'm like, you can't feel the air quotes? You can't feel the air quote. My goodness gracious. I thought that was implied. My mistake. Of course, gender affirming care. That's what they say kids need. Gender affirming care if, if they're trans. First of all, they're children. They don't know what they are. So stop. Secondly, if you think gender affirming care is mutilation, um, just call it mutilation. I'm not going to allow you to utilize some kind of wordsmithing on the subject. That's just hot garbage. Don't get angry with us for noting what it is you're all about. You started a culture war. We're here for the fight. Andrea Mitchell was being cheap. She got called out for it. She gives a non-apology apology, imprecise. And if I were Ron DeSantis, I still, still wouldn't do any interviews with her. Unnecessary. And then, of course, there's this beauty. Sonny Hostin of The View 
giving her theory as to why Tucker Carlson of Fox News got the footage of January 6th, the 41,000 hours of surveillance video. Kevin McCarthy, the Speaker of the House, gave it to Tucker Carlson. I only argued he should have given it to some other people as well. So they're discussing this on The View, and Joy Behar is like, well, isn't that illegal? And they're amazed to find it's not. Well, why did they give it to a real news outfit like the New York Times? Oh, holy cow. And then, well, listen. How, 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 isn't this against the law to do something like that? It, Why isn't it's it It's not. I spent the morning researching yeah. that because generally, you know, you have a Freedom of Information Act request that, that news outlets, um, let's say, ask the Capitol Police for it. So is it illegal just to give it to one person? Mm-hmm. The Capitol Police is actually not, um, it does, the FOIA request, the Freedom of Information Act doesn't apply to them. No. And so if someone in Congress, like a leader in Congress, asks the Capitol Police for this kind of information, 44,000 hours of footage, they must comply. And so that's really what is scary here. And, but why and, didn't he give it to the New York Times and well, to other newspapers? Well, I think, well, I don't want to guess, but, you know, he... I love that so much. Why didn't he give it to the sources I think are acceptable, not the sources I think are unacceptable? It's beyond her to understand how many people find the New York Times wholly and completely unacceptable. But wait till you hear Sonny Hostin come up with a rationale. Well, I don't want to guess, but, you know, he had to make a lot of concessions to become speaker. Right. Right. And so maybe one of the concessions that he had to give Marjorie Taylor Greene or one of his supporters was give Tucker Carlson this. We know how powerful Tucker Carlson has become within the Republican Party. It's really odd that a fake news anchor would would be that person. And when I say fake news anchor, I really mean it because a judge ruled in 2020 that Tucker Carlson is not a credible source of news. And in fact, U.S. District Court Judge Mary Kay uh, Viscals decided the whole tenor of his show should make it clear to viewers that he's not stating actual facts. So it's not a news show, says the courts. He's just like entertainment. And so when you have someone that is just an entertainer slanting actual facts i agree with you it's it's so dangerous it's so divisive for our country but it's most dangerous i think for the security of our country yeah giving video to tucker carlson is dangerous how can you not be in love with that how can how can you not just find joy in that It's not dangerous when you give it to the New York Times that has lied repeatedly about whether it's COVID information, whether it's about Russia information, not allowing conversation regarding Hunter Biden's laptop. Just three things off the top of my head. But Tucker is is the fake news source. Fantastic. Fantastic and terrific. The View, they're, they're legitimate. Do I care what some court said? A court said O.J. was innocent. What do you want from me when you look at the courts and are like, well, they said. Is that right? Is that right? It's the same courts that said separate but equal was fine until they realized, wait a second, that could be a problem. It's the same courts that gave us Dred Scott, Sonny Hostin. You want to go down the road? I'm no lawyer. How come I'm doing such a good job of kicking your legal ass? I don't know. Maybe it's because I don't look at the thing emotionally and I look at the thing logically. The court is not always right. 
So stop telling me, well, the court says. What's wrong, if you want to call Tucker just an entertainer, what's wrong with an entertainer having this information? Last time I saw an entertainer get information, it was Jimmy Kimmel. And Jimmy Kimmel was getting information from Senator Chuck Schumer. He was getting quite literally notes given to him by Chuck Schumer, who was then Senate Minority Leader, on how to deal with Obamacare. How to talk about it. Let me ask you. You were okay with that? It's an entertainer. He's not a legitimate news source. (sighs) That isn't actually the story I wanted to get to. This is how the Indianapolis Business Journal uh, wrote a story that's getting a lot of play about how um, safe or unsafe downtown Indianapolis is. And they've, they've got charts. They've got charts and they've got graphs. Charts and graphs is, is, is what they have. You see, crime is down. I've been going through it bit by bit and piece by piece because I think that data is extremely, extremely important. But let's start with a a baseline, shall we? As we start going through this, crime on a decline is not crime disappeared. As we have said here many times, I will cheer a lesser murder rate. I will cheer it and say, good. But you don't ask me to cheer the murder rate. If we had 250 murders last year, I'm using this as an example, we had 230 this year, I'll say good. But we still had 230 murders. You tell me the city is safe? I'll tell you that the people of Indianapolis don't believe that. And if you tell me, well, well, in 2010, we had 46,000 violent crimes, and in 2021, we had 30,000 violent crimes, I'll tell you, that's fantastic. We still had 30,000 violent crimes. And even if you want to discuss the crime as the only story, I would tell you, well, isn't that missing the whole story? How do you feel walking downtown? How do people feel walking downtown? We're going to get into all of this. We're going to break it down uh, tomorrow. So be tuned in for that.